0: We've all heard a lot of criticism of the Ford government from the left, from people who would be hurt by some of the proposed and actual cutbacks. But there's also been criticism on the right and from those who believe that this government is not chopping enough. This morning, the Fraser Institute released a report comparing Ford's deficit-cutting plan to the McGuinty liberals. Ouch! It says that the new Ontario government's plan to balance the budget, relying largely on increased revenue and not spending reductions, resembles similar unsuccessful plans by past Ontario governments. What do you think of that? Right now, we are going to Ben Eisen, who is a senior fellow at the Fraser Institute, and he's the author of the report. Hi, Ben. Hi there. Thanks for joining us.
1: My great pleasure. Thanks for having me.
0: Okay. So, first of all, what made you decide to compare Ontario's deficit reduction strategy uh, with this government and previous governments?
1: well we were always going to conduct a uh, a post budget analysis um, that that's what we do at the Fraser Institute or one of many things that we do uh when governments especially a new one produces a budget we're going to look at it and see uh whether it reflects continuity uh with past government strategy or whether it reflects a fundamental change in direction uh and in this case a uh, close look at the budget and a it jumped off the page that it fundamentally reflects Policy continuity with what prevailed in Ontario around the period uh, from post-recession around 2011 or so to about 2016 when there was a substantial spend uh increase in spending uh prior to the um prior to the election um what the Ford government's pursuing in 2019 looks almost exactly like the budget defi- the deficit reduction strategies uh that we saw in budgets 2011, 2012, 2013, 2014. Uh, so really if you set aside that post-election spike in spending, uh, what you get is fiscal policy continuity uh from its predecessors much more than you get change.
0: That's really interesting because, uh, the way it feels to most people here and the way this government portrays itself is that it is a sea change. It's a huge change and it going from spendthrifts to
1: frugality. <laughs> and it goes to show that sometimes uh re- rhetorical style is what uh we, uh we we read a lot into it, and sometimes we actually have to look and see um well what's actually happening on the substance, and is there a real fundamental change and again, to reiterate, there is a change from what's happened in the past two years. We saw a really substantial increase uh in the rate of spending change uh, up to you know six percent per year uh over the last two years, and so it's different from that. Uh, but it's once again going back to the sort of slow approach to deficit reduction, uh, that, that prevailed post-recession. And just a few things to put in context. The, the 2011 budget, for instance, under Premier McGinty, it called for annual, uh, program spending growth of about 1.4% per year. The Ford government's calls for 1% a year. Uh, that, that's a very similar approach. That's not a fundamentally different approach to, uh, public policy. The Ford government calls for reducing, uh, the budget deficit at a pace of about billion a year Uh, throughout the period from 2011 to 2016. The deficit reduction was at about $2.4 $2.4 billion a year, almost exactly the same. So it's taking a similar approach. The McGuinty government had a bigger deficit in 2011, but they said, okay, we're going to take about seven years to slowly chip away at this thing until it's gone. Uh, and the Ford government is taking the same approach, saying we've got, we're going to take about five years uh, to slowly chip away into, at this thing until it's gone. Uh, and that approach involves a lot of risks. It means more debt for Ontarians, and it means that their plan has more time to go wrong if something happens in the economy or a recession or a slowdown.
0: This is perhaps a weird question, but I, uh, do you think that they're even aware that this is the, that this kind of amounts to the same thing according to your analysis?
1: Uh, well, they're they're now aware that we think so, um, and I'm sure that they they have some areas in which they would point uh, to differences that they perceive, and there are differences. And I, and I've had uh, some conversations where it's been pointed out to me that there are differences, and, and pointed out what we say in the report that there are is a real difference uh, between what happened uh, in this budget and say the last two budgets. That is a change. Okay. Uh, well, are... just
0: to, just to put that in in context, so what you're saying is that okay, it's a big difference from the win liberals, but it's the same as the McGinty liberals.
1: Well, and, and I'd say that there were sort of two different win approaches. Uh, there was a, the very final years uh, during which there was a, a fundamentally different big spending approach, uh, and then her earlier years in government, which was very similar to McGinty's. Uh, basically, the, what happened under the Liberals was there was sort of this slow and steady approach to deficit reduction, uh, which is very uh, post post recession, which is what we're seeing now, uh, and that was sort of abandoned uh, right before the elections, and they opened up the spending taps a lot more, and the deficit grew. A lot more again, uh, and so now what we're seeing is sort of yeah, back to the future, uh, back to the uh, back to the strategy that prevailed under McGuinty and Win uh, between around 2011 and 2016.
0: Okay, and uh, what do you make of that? Is that uh, is that the result of uh, you know the fact that uh, civil servants actually run the government because? That's true. On the one hand, on the other hand, what I hear from insiders and strategists is that this government really doesn't trust civil servants.
1: Well, I I can't speak to that, but what and and exactly what caused um, the process to work out the way it did? Obviously, the budget process is a very complicated uh, endeavor that involves interaction between uh, public officials, uh, the, the professional. Uh, bureaucracy, for lack of a better word, and uh, elected officials. So I don't know exactly what the give and take was there and what produced it. But what I can say uh, is that we can look at the consequences of of having taken this approach uh, before and recognize that we're running some of the same risks again. The consequence of taking such a long, winding path to deficit elimination, which is, again, what we're embarking upon, is that every year we're racking up more and more debt. And that's something that uh, the current government has set as a top priority. And yet, uh, we're seeing a situation in which the province's debt burden is expected to increase by tens of billions of dollars um, over the years ahead. Similarly, there's been no movement to uh, reverse the major uh, personal income tax increases uh, that were enacted by, by the four government's predecessors. So they're going to rely on that higher tax revenue. Um, that's being generated by the tax hikes of its predecessors. And and finally, uh, they're running the same risks that the previous government did. It's been a long time now since the last recession. Uh, And if another one hits um, over the next five years, then even this modest plan to get back to balanced budget uh, over five years sort of goes up in smoke. So there's a lot of risk and a lot of cost for Ontario taxpayers. Uh, And we know that because we just ran this experiment, and uh, the decision to run it again um, is a worrying one.
0: And do you have a recommendation out of all of this?
1: Well, I think that certainly, prior to, the, uh, prior, prior to the budget, we released a study showing that approximately 2% nominal spending reductions over the course of two years, um, 2% annually for two years, would have got us back to a balanced budget over the course of a two-year period rather than a five-year period, which the current government has laid out. And certainly, I think learning the lessons of Canadian history uh, is the primary uh, lesson that we'd like uh, to come out of this report. The most successful fiscal consolidations in Canada. Canadian history, and this isn't a partisan issue, it's been done by liberal governments, new democratic governments in Saskatchewan, uh, and progressive conservative governments in various parts of the country, I have tried to get rid of the deficit quickly over the course of two or three years, not over five or seven. And the reason for that is because it creates a lot less time where things can go wrong, and it's a lot more time when you actually have control uh, over what's happening because you, you, you have a lot less uh, exogenous variables that can affect what's happening to you. So I think learning the lessons of Canadian history, looking, for example, at the lessons from the Chrétien Liberals in the 1990s and say, okay, how did they go about it? Uh, why did they target a three-year deficit elimination process instead of five or seven as we're doing? And learning and saying what's worked in Canadian history and what hasn't um, is the key takeaway because uh, we're we're repeating the experiment we just ran and the deficit never got eliminated under the uh, Liberal governments, and we racked up a big pile of debt, and uh, we're running the same risks of doing the same thing all over again.
0: And uh, just to be clear, uh, before we let you go, you said 2% would do it. That's uh, not even the 4 cents on the dollar that Doug Ford keeps invoking.
1: Well, that's just the thing, the, the, the kind of spending restraint, the kind of spending reductions that would be necessary to achieve a balanced budget on a two- or three-year basis are very much in line with what the Ford government promised on the campaign trail uh, it would easily be able to deliver. Um, so, so I think it's reasonable to, to hold them to account. The pr- promises were made uh, that it would be relatively easy to find you know, uh, 4% efficiencies in the budget to reduce spending by that amount. It uh, so didn't turn yeah, out that way, though. Well, when the budget comes out and, in fact, there's nominal spending increases from year to year, uh, it raises big questions about why uh, why that promise hasn't been hasn't been met, and why we're not working towards a really speedy elimination of the deficit so we can start getting this debt problem under control in Ontario. Uh, because right now we're seeing other jurisdictions are doing it. Quebec now has less debt relative to uh, the size of its economy than we do because they're making real progress. So, some other jurisdictions are making progress, and we're standing still, and in some matters, uh, some respects, even making things worse.
0: Okay. Ben Eisen from the Fraser Institute. Very interesting report. Thank you so much for being with
1: us. Thanks for having me.
0: You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio.